As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Ben from Breaking Benjamin, and you're listening to W4CY Radio. Topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability explicit or implied shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. is January Jones. She is not a young, beautiful, talented actress on Mad Men. She is not an older, gorgeous, exotic dancer from the Johnny Carson Show. She is an author, and she wrote, Thou Shall Not Wine, The 11th Commandment, that reached number one at Amazon.com. She is a reality TV golf personality with World High Stakes Golf televised on HDNet. She is a humorist and winologist expert. She is your featured host today on January Jones Sharing Success Stories. So sit back, relax, and get ready to laugh and listen to Ms. Jones with her eclectic roster of guests as you learn life's lessons. These stories plus sharing equals success. Welcome and remember, beware. Because you are entering the no-whining world of January Jones. Now here are some questions for my listeners. Have you ever hit rock bottom? Well, I think we all have at one time or another. Can you imagine what it would be like to live your life in a wheelchair? Have you ever wanted to know why you can lose sight of everything when you are in pain? And that is so true. Now, would you like to learn what happens when you sabotage your chances of success? Have you ever heard of living a life of no limits? 
That's the life we all wish we could lead. Now, would you like to meet someone who has some of the answers we're looking for today? Now, are you ready to learn how to be successful and how to go from disability in a wheelchair to an amazing, remarkable recovery? If you can answer yes, or maybe to any of these questions, then you are in the right place. And I would like to welcome you to January Jones sharing success stories today. I'll be introducing you to my guest. She has never been on the show before, and I'm very excited to welcome her. She will provide us with wonderful information, inspiration, and some really, really great advice about how to become a survivor. I'm pleased to announce that this show is now live on Talk Bar Media, and it is syndicated on six networks with over 4.5 million listeners to date. We are archived 24-7 for your listening pleasure. So now it's time for you to sit back. It's time for you to relax as you enter the no-wine zone. Pour yourself a glass of wine, get some cheese and crackers, and enjoy our show. Now, let me tell you a little bit about our guest today. She is a highly experienced and effective transformative life coach, success and mindset coach, and licensed master practitioner of LLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. She is also a motivational speaker, mentor, and she is currently writing her first books, which will be out later this year. She is a member of the International Coaching Federation. She holds a current license to practice. NLP, a master practitioner level from the Society of NLP. And she has run a vibrant coaching and mentoring practice since 2010. It is my pleasure to welcome to the show from Edinburgh, Scotland today, Maureen Shopharis. Hi, Maureen. How are you doing? Hi, January. I am absolutely brilliant. And it's just great to be here. So thank you for inviting me. Delighted to be here. Well, I'm just thrilled to have you too. And we talked before we went on the air. Yeah. We were kind of chatting about how we got connected. And basically, what Maureen did, uh, she sent me an email. And guess what? That's how you get on the show. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to ask. <laughs> yeah, you just have to ask. And as I'm browsing through my emails every day, uh, I, I love to hear from everyone who's listening. And you wrote in your email that you have lived a life of no limits. And, of course, I love alliteration. So you did it right there. Live a life of no limits. Now, let's start off. I always love to ask Maureen, my guest, where your success story began, where you were born, and tell us a little bit about your early life. Yeah, I was born in Dunfermline in Fife in Scotland, Uh Um, and I've lived in Scotland most of my life, being honest. I've lived, you know, in other parts of the UK and Spain, but for most of my life, I've been in Scotland and, Uh you know back to my roots now as well and even the same area where I was brought up and uh, yeah you know in my younger life you know I was um, you know I, I was just a normal child um, who you know just loved school and was into singing and acting and mm-hmm. but it was always kind of never quite felt 
good enough for some reason. You know, I, I you know, as I grew up, I always kind of there was a part of me which loved the acting and singing because it was allowed me to be somebody else. When I, but when I was my own self, I was actually quite shy and quite, you know, lacked confidence and, you know, didn't always feel worthy, you know, worthy of love and feel good enough. But, but no, so, but I see, I guess I had, you know, pretty much normal childhood and, um, <laughs> you know, and then went on yeah. to university and, you know, studied music and drama. I actually started out as an actress after I uh, did my music and drama degree, started out as an actress and a performer and, I'll be honest, I actually got stage fright and I gave up um, because I was so absolutely petrified and paralyzed by stage fright. Um, And I gave up a career I loved, you know, which is actually quite funny now because, you know, now I'll actually go and stand in front of 200 Mm. people and deliver a talk and fly, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and I think if only I knew then what I knew now, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. but you know, at that time, you know, it was, you know, I I sort of struggled and struggled to the extent it just, it got me, you know, the stage fright got me and I was this brilliant person in rehearsal and this, Mm -hmm. you know, person who went to pieces on the stage and then, so I gave that up and went into another career. But but I guess, you know, what really was something that throughout my life was always kind of in the background was I was never, you know, I always had ill health issues. Uh-huh. You know, I was never fully fit or healthy. Um, you know, everybody else always seemed to have more energy than me. Everybody else always seemed to, you know, be able to party till three, four in the morning. And I was falling home to bed, you know, early hours, you know, a lot earlier on. So, so I guess, you know, I, my ill health kind of started quite early on in life. And, you know, I, it kind of, well, I think, you know, as we go on, obviously more of my story will now, now come apparent, but I think, you know, it's, it, it's kind of one of the things that throughout my life has been in the background of, uh, you know, a few ill health issues. And I never okay. really saw myself in as a really healthy light, but. Okay, so that actually, without you realizing it, or anyone else probably, the scene was set. Um, Were you an only child, or did you have siblings? Yeah, No, I've got two brothers. I've got an older brother and a younger brother. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I say no, so I was was the the middle one. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think, you know, to the outside world, I was always very happy. And, you Uh know, I was great at putting a show on, (laughs) put the brave face on. (laughs) <laughs> you know, always great, you know, great at putting the brave face onto the world. <laughs> you know, just from talking to you as briefly as we're talking, I can tell like that you, like myself, you are um, a people pleaser. And oh, definitely, you, I was. <laughs> I, think, I think we all find each other eventually. It's part of the whole process. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, so now you were um, not doing well in the theater, <laughs> yeah, and you were a people pleaser. What yeah. happened uh, to you next? Share your story. Um, well, from there, I went into teaching, and you know, went back into teaching music and drama and piano. I'm a classically trained pianist and teach piano, and and raised a family. You know, got married and had children, and really, you know, as time went on, I started to have some health issues or ill health issues mm-hmm. um i got very sick with a very bad woman bowel infection um at a time unfortunately i was actually expecting i was you know carrying a baby and i lost the baby and ended up with a real bad infection which just kind of lingered around and never cleared up and sort of at the age of 29 30 you know i had to get home help i was so fatigued i was diagnosed with me 
I was told that it was perhaps multiple sclerosis at that stage and the only time would tell. And, you know, I went through a period of just feeling so exhausted. Uh, my mm-hmm. husband at that time was working abroad. I was trying to bring up two children. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at the age of 30, I was being told um, I had to take things easy. Oh, you know, wow. it was this, you know, doctors yeah. said, well, you're going to have to take things easy. You need to rest. You need to look after yourself. So, you know, this kind of ill health thing was kind of creeping in this bit more. And to the extent, you know, and I, I was struggling sometimes to walk and I was losing balance and uh-huh. my eyesight was going. And, and, you know, and to be honest, you know, I did in time get well enough to get back to work again, but I never, uh-huh. ever fully recovered. Um, uh-huh. And I went from the, we actually moved as a family to Spain to try and get the warmer weather and mm-hmm. see if the cold used to make me feel so ill. And, you know, I did get well enough to work again, but I never, ever really recovered I was always the person that had to flop into bed on the Sunday afternoon and mm-hmm. had to you know and everybody would go leave it I'll do that for you you know I was always falling I was always tripping I was always dropping things um you know I just always felt that I was I never ever really saw myself in this fully healthy light because I never mm-hmm. ever felt it I never ever felt like that um, and I see doctors, you know, would take the attitude of, you know, you need to rest more. With your medical history, <laughs> medical history suddenly got planted on me. The medical history of, oh, well, ME, stroke MS, um, you know, several bad infections what, and things. What does, uh, what does ME mean? I don't know that. It's, again, it's... Um, Myalgic encephalitis, it's very much... Uh, over here, it's, it's kind of known as, I suppose... A, a tiredness, you know, a chronic fatigue uh-huh. syndrome. Fatigue, chronic, okay. Yeah, chronic fatigue syndrome, um, which affects lots of things. It affects your muscles and obviously exhaustion, and it can make you, you know, again, it can have some neurological sides to it as well, which, you know, can cause a bit of confusion over what it is. But essentially, you're so exhausted, you can hardly brush your teeth. You can oh. hardly lift the toothbrush. Um, I, and yeah, I know, what, I know what... MS is. I'm familiar with that, but yeah. I had never heard of ME. Um, so, so then what happened? Did you end up in a wheelchair at this point? Yeah. Well, not at that point. I say I got well enough to work again. Uh, uh-huh. I was never, ever, you know, completely recovered. I was always exhausted. I was always pushing. But, uh-huh. you know, I was one of these people that put the brave face onto the world and yeah, you know, sure. struggled on. And I was teaching at the time and I just kept pushing myself. And my husband at that time, who actually, I mean, we're no longer married. I'm now remarried. Um, mm-hmm. My husband at that time, um, you know, went through a period of about 10 years of not working. So I ended up taking on the role of breadwinner. Oh, dear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and huge financial pressures, very stressful marriage, trying to raise children. My father died. We came back mm-hmm. from Spain. I went through a grieving process, but I didn't allow myself to grieve properly either because I was trying to be strong uh-huh. for everyone. I was trying to be strong for my mother and my children and trying to keep a family together. So in essence, you know, I started working about 60 to 80 hours a week, probably. Oh, oh my God. Oh, That's that too much. Up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I kind of, in the, you know, the 90s, I was kind of working 60 to 80 hours a week, holding down two jobs, trying to run a home, I had financial pressures, I had a husband out of work, a stressful marriage, raising children, teenagers, and feeling so ill um, yeah, no, and getting work good. 
and worse. And, you know, I started tripping more. I started falling more. Mm -hmm. I started, my speech would slur, my eyesight would go. And to cut a long story short, I had lots and lots of different tests. Um, Pain absolutely took over me. It was like the sword of Damocles came down on me. It was like, you know, something had to stop me January. It was almost like, you know, I was on this treadmill and I was feeling I was existing and I was exhausted and, you know, really stressful life. And I was finding more and more pain and falling more and tripping more and really sort of not being able to think straight. And it was like I was hit by the sword of Damocles because it was like suddenly I was getting electric shocks flying around my body. Mm -hmm. I was getting horrendous muscle spasms I was falling I was tripping more and more um, and it was terrifying and I ended up I was so ill I couldn't work I could hardly even lift my head off the pillow because every time I moved I would get electric like electric shock like pains flying around my body and I had now, a lot of tests who, who um, was your during this period who was your support system who did you turn to for help um, do you know, I was probably one of these people who tried just to do it all and uh-huh. tried yeah. to brave face on of I'm managing, I'm coping, it's okay. And, you know, still trying, even though, you know, it was a terrifying place to be and I was absolutely engulfed in pain, um, to try and have this brave face on of I can handle it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Well, I I love that. That's part of you know. That's part of what I uh, assimilated when we lived in London. That the Brits or the Scots, they all know how to carry on, and yeah. it's it's a part of your culture. It's wonderful, but it it can be difficult. Um, you know, and it's trying to you try to be everything to everybody, and mm-hmm. you know, and it was like the sword of Damocles came down and struck me and went, well, something's going to have to stop you, girl. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> I, yeah, and I see, I ended up. I had so many different diagnoses in the beginning. Um, you know, I was had so many hospital tests, so many different diagnoses. I mean, my medical notes bulge, absolutely bulge. You know, I was told I had. Um, you know, fibromyalgia, I was told uh-huh. I had osteopenia, sure. I was told and, and a big long list of things. And then finally, I was given a clinical diagnosis of multiple sclerosis. Oh, okay. There we are. Now we have a diagnosis. And I also have a diagnosis for our listeners because we're going to hear from our wonderful sponsors. <laughs> and once we hear from them, we're going to come back and visit Maureen Sharphouse and hear how she turned things around and how she began to live a life of no limits. We'll be right back. From cowgirl to caregiver to consultant, meet Becky Fiola, author of The Elder Care Consultant, your guide to making the best choices possible. Growing up on remote ranches across the western states, she tended to orphan creatures large and small, Later on, that nurturing instinct served her well as the primary caregiver for her late husband. And now, she offers hope and guidance as a consultant to the elderly and their families. When you need advice on caring for an aging loved one, you can find those answers and her book at Amazon.com and her website, www.assistedlivingadvantage.com. Every decade had its musical phenomenon. The 1960s had Motown. The Supremes, The Temptations, Martha and the Vandellas, The Four Tops. 
The exciting new book, Reflections of a Love Supreme, Motown Through the Eyes of Fans by Tom Ingrassia, presents 140 never-before-published photographs taken by fans from around the world that tell the story of the people, places, and things that made Motown the music that inspired a generation. Relive the memories of a time when we were all dancing in the streets and the music of Motown reigns supreme. Reflections of a Love Supreme, Motown Through the Eyes of Fans, is available from Amazon.com. Lately, there's a whining epidemic in our world. People are even whining about whining. Are you sick and tired of listening to everyone whining all the time? So was January Jones, the author of Thou Shall Not Whine, the 11th commandment that reached number one at Amazon.com. Ms. Jones based her book on a survey of the top 10 things that people whine about at all ages and all stages of life. January is a success coach that can tell you how to help others. When you buy Thou Shall Not Whine, the 11th commandment, you'll find out what people whine about and how to stop them from whining. This is the perfect gift book to give or get for any occasion. Thou Shall Not Wine was voted the best gift to be given anonymously for those special people in your life. Ms. Jones is an internationally known author in the style of Irma Bombeck, specializing in housewife humor with her book being published in Korea and China. You can find Thou Shall Not Wine at Amazon.com. Welcome back to the No Wine Zone. I'm very pleased to have you here. We're visiting with my guest, who is not a whiner, and her name name is Maureen Sharphouse, and she is Skyping in from Edinburgh. Uh, I'm looking at my notes, and she says, if you had met me several years ago, you would have been facing a frail, hollow-eyed lady hobbling around on a stick and a Zimmer frame. I don't know what that is. And being taken out in a wheelchair. She relied on carers to bathe and dress her and had been awarded disability benefits from life at the highest rates available for both care and mobility. It wasn't expected that she would ever improve. She lived in excruciating pain and was told to accept her life, accept her illness, and accept the limitations that were imposed. It was also a highly stressful marriage, uh, financial pressures, and she had totally lost sight. Okay. All right, Maureen. So then now what happens? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't well, get any worse, dear. Well, you know, I say I actually, you know, it gone downhill so badly. I mean, over the period of five years since I was kind yeah. of, was too ill to work and told, look, looks, you know, you've like got this neurological illness by the looks of it, you know, and there's no cure for it. And uh-huh. I just kept going downhill. And as you say, you know, I got to that stage, I was six stone two and carers coming into Bath and Dress Me and awarded disability benefits for life for I wasn't expected to improve. Mm-hmm. And being honest, you know, for a long time, I, you know, I did accept because I was told to accept my life, you know, accept, yeah. you know, yeah. what's going on. But there was, you know, I got to a stage, in all honesty, January, I got sick of being sick. And <laughs> I that, love it. <laughs> I mean, that is in all truth and honesty. You know, people say to me what happened. Yeah. And I just think I got sick of being sick. No, <laughs> I no, got Maureen, so fed up. That, with being that, sick. I have to tell you, dear, that is a great title. 
for oh. your book. That's a killer title. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I, I, I expect to see that book written. I mean, that just totally, what an amazing comment to make. So you got sick of being sick. So then what did you do next? I got so sick of being sick. And I see there was this <laughs> real defining moment when I just thought, do you know what? I can't do this anymore. I've got 30 or 40 more years ahead of me of the same, Uh of progressive disability, of relying on carers to come and get me, you know, to come and bath me and dress me. And, you know, and I was living in excruciating pain. So it really was a very defining moment of, you know, a morning, a specific morning, I was dumped, you know, bath dressed, put in my same chair in the usual place in my front room. And it was actually a song that came on the radio. I mean, I was oh. so fed up that day. And this song came on the radio, and it was a song by the Lighthouse family. Um, and the words were, although it's darker than December, what's ahead is a different colour. Now, that song meant a lot to me. I'd listened to it for about five years on and off, because um, it always gave me hope, that maybe, you know, the hope. But I, actually, when it came on that morning, I screamed at the top of my voice of, no, it's not. For me, it's all the same. Uh-huh. So, you know, it was that literally, and I just, in that moment, it was, I was so sick of being sick. Mm-hmm. And that, the words of that song saying, what's ahead is a different color, made me scream, you know, actually, no, it's not. <laughs> For me, it's the same. <laughs> and I realized in that moment that, you know, I don't want to live this life anymore. Wow. And, it, I, you know, I think in very simplistic terms, I got better because I decided to. Mm-hmm. And that's very simplistic. And it took me, you know, eight to 10 years to do it. So it's not that it was like a quick overnight fix by any means. It was a long haul to get to the full health and happiness I have now. You know, I, I am happier and healthier than I've ever been, ever. Okay. And now, you know, this, I think this sounds like uh, a fabulous movie, quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> me getting sick of being sick. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, we've got the title. It's it's going to fly. I can see this one happening. So what happened during these eight to ten years? What was your first step? The first step was actually in that that moment, that same time when I just went, enough is enough. I can't do this anymore, you know. And I actually visualized. I dug deep for courage and I visualized myself. I saw for myself a different future in my mind. I saw myself laughing and happy and healthy and running up hills with dogs at my feet, squealing with grandchildren on the floor, running into a lover's arms at an airport. And I actually made that picture in my mind. And that was that catalyst then of, you know, I allowed myself to see something which I'd been told wasn't possible. You know, I'd been told my future was the same just to accept my disability illness. So that's okay. what I... So you're saying visualization did it? It's not what did it, but it certainly was what fired my hunger and mm-hmm. fired my belief. You know, it was this catalyst of it igniting. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's hope in me. Mm-hmm. You know, I allowed myself to take myself in my mind to see something different. To uh-huh. see okay. being happy and healthy. And it was like, it was like this dangled this carrot. It ignited in me this, you know, it was almost like up to that point, I'd been going on this downward spiral. I felt almost I was dying, you know, in yeah. that, the term mm-hmm. of I was sure. disappearing slowly and dying. Oh. And it was like I threw the roadblock out. It was like I'd thrown this roadblock out with enough is enough. And I visualized myself happy and healthy and laughing. And I, not only did I see myself walking and running up the hills with my dogs, I allowed myself to float into that picture and into my own body. So I actually felt in my mind that I was there. And I allowed myself to feel like the wind in my hair and uh-huh. my feet and my legs walking and uh-huh. running and hear myself yeah. laughing. So I actually put myself right into that picture as if I was there now. And that was the bit that actually, you know, I, I started doing that every day. You know, I did that several times a day. And the mm-hmm. more I did it, the more I believed it was possible, the more I believed I could do it, the more real it felt. You know, I would allow myself to float into my body, you know, in my mind and be mm-hmm. walking and running. And the more I did that, the more I believed I could do it. And the more that then led me to really think, just take the steps, you know, and mm-hmm. from there onwards, it was like constantly having to get me so hungry that I would was prepared to do whatever it took for however long it took to make mm-hmm. that vision real. You know, oh, I had is... to after that with every fiber of my being. I had to just say, that is it, you know, and it would completely wipe out everything else, you know, all, you know, really all negative thoughts you know, all the mental conditioning, all the thoughts of others. It was like I had to just totally focus on this picture of me happy, healthy, walking, running and allow mm-hmm. myself then to believe it could happen. And and then it was taking the steps, you know, but I needed that <laughs> real hunger. And I say, you know, the steps were, you know, at first I remember I tried the very first thing I did, funnily enough, as in a practical step was I put lip gloss uh-huh. on. And you, know, you like that one. <laughs> <laughs> because I looked in the mirror and saw, and lo- I didn't like what I saw. You know, I was six stone two and frail and oh, healthy, yeah. you know, relying on people. And it was like I lifted out a lip gloss out of a drawer and put some on. And it was like saying to me, you matter, girl. Your life counts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, oh. you know, from there, it was like trying to put my socks on and then trying to, you know, <laughs> walk a few steps. And, you know, and so it was a long haul. And, you know, a lot of, you know, very practical, trying to build up muscles, trying to walk mm-hmm. a bit, trying to do things. But mm-hmm. it was a 360 approach. It was on my mind, my body, my spirit, my soul. It was having to take a complete look at me as a complete person. 
Oh my gosh, your story! I I, I love sharing you with everyone, Uh, and the uh, title of this movie is going to be "Sick of Being Sick," and we're gonna. I'm gonna be at the premiere. It'll be fabulous. Uh, Right now, we're gonna hear from our fabulous sponsors, and when we come back with Maureen, we're gonna share her website, and uh, we're gonna share how you can contact her and uh, be in touch with her. We'll be right back. Come explore with Clyde McCauley the world of the Little Cuties Let's Pretend books with your little one. Imagine the funny mixed up emotions of an onion that cries when it's happy and delight in the giant ears that make a little elephant special. Meet the engaging characters who will inspire imagination and build curiosity in your little cutie. This is where the love of learning is born. So discover the world of Little Cuties Let's Pretend today. The first two Little Cuties Let's Pretend titles are at Amazon and StoryNightPress.com. January Jones presents Drs. Ed Feierisen and Bob Ruotolo, co-founders of Motive Creations as sponsors. For those seeking more empowerment and control over their happiness and well-being, you have come to the right spot. MC365 provides the necessary tools and techniques to make your life even more spectacular. Today is the perfect day to start your journey to become happier and healthier. Our mission is to help you achieve yours. Seeking to reduce stress? Start now. Want a better relationship? Start now. Increase your self-esteem? Start now. Do you want more passion in life? Start now. Go to www.motivecreations.com. That's M-O-T-I-V creations.com. Have you ever met someone who was unforgettable? Someone who has touched your heart and soul? People who have faced difficult problems, people who have fearlessly shared their stories, their struggles, and their successes, people who have priceless personalities. In my new book, Priceless Personalities, Success Stories Shared by January Jones, I am honored to be able to share with you people dealing with problems such as incest, molestation, child abuse, drug abuse, polygamy, unemployment, scandal, starting over, self-esteem, and workplace issues. My guests have all been exciting, eclectic, and energizing. They will amaze, amuse, and even astonish you. You will adore getting to meet them at Amazon.com. My book is now available, two-for-one, paperback and Kindle editions. Welcome back, and Priceless Personalities is also now available at audiblebooks.com. Today, I have a very, very priceless personality visiting with us from Edinburgh, Scotland, Maureen Sharphouse. Maureen, let's share your website information and share with my listeners how they can contact you, dear. Yeah, sure. You'll find me on my website is www.com. MaureenSharpHouse.com. Okay. So, and again, anybody that wants to contact me can simply email me at Maureen, 
at MaureenSharpHouse.com. So it's fairly, fairly straightforward. <laughs> fairly okay. straightforward. And, and yeah. Now, do you have a book coming up soon? I am writing my book, which is the book of my story, um, sharing my story, but sharing the mental and practical and, you know, the strategies and steps I took to, you know, to transform my life so that the reader can transform their life also. So it's very much an inspirational story. My story is woven in and out and I share an awful lot of personal things and really go into, you know, exactly, you know, what happened and just, mm-hmm. you know, how it was. But again, it's very much for the reader. I'm sharing how I did it, the steps I took, the mental processes, the 360 degree approach I took, the mind, body, spirit, soul approach I took. And, you know, the steps that, you know, the reader needs to take, you know, if they want to make me to make major and meaningful transformation in their life. So that is, you know, I am writing that now, you know, um, and I say, Working title at the moment is Everyday Miracles, but you're getting me thinking here about Sick of Being Sick. <laughs> oh, no, no. No, I have a new title, and your book is going to be called Sick of Being Sick. Yeah. <laughs> watch, watch out on Amazon for it. <laughs> yeah, that's a killer title. And yeah, it's a killer I, title. I, I think, and I think you re- really need to get this book out because you know what? I think your book is going to be a fabulous movie. Um now, let's talk about how long did it take for you to craft your own recovery? How long was this process? How many years? Uh, almost 10. <laughs> well, it was about, about eight, being honest, but then an extra two of, you know, I stopped walking with a stick in uh-huh. 2010, probably. Um, so I kind of went from, you know, over the years of trying to build things up and getting fitter and healthier and I made a lot of changes obviously it was about you know the physical side and it was about you know dealing with pain you know I was in the most excruciating pain and mm-hmm. nerve pain and you know but it was the physical side but it was also about really looking at myself and discovering who I was again and you know it's almost January that I, I feel almost it was like I recovered at the rate my body healed at the rate that I kind of found myself mm-hmm. and threw off all ideas of perceived limitations, threw off all guilt or regret or fears, really mm-hmm. discovered me and allowed myself to fully express me, you know. And I think, you know, the whole process was like eight to ten years. Oh, and yeah. oh, honestly, so fun. it was a long, long process. And, you know, I had to commit to be in for the long haul because, mm-hmm. you know, I, you know, I'm, at the end of the time, you know, I could hardly even lift a cup up, you know, in the, the, the outset. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was a long, long haul, but it was really it was that I had to do it with, I had to go after it with every fiber of my being, you know, I had to believe, you know, that my life depended on this and, and I had to just keep focusing on the prize. You know, it was like keeping my eye on the prize of seeing this life of me being fully happy, healthy and allowing myself to float into it and feel it. And, you know, and I made lots of changes over the way and, you know, and I left a very, Mm -hmm. you know, my marriage, I was married 28 years when I left. Oh, wow. You know, and I had to go and live with my mother for a while and then start out again in life on my own with, and then, you know, with not great health. Um, and I say, but however, I have remarried. I have got a wonderful Prince Charming, knight in shining armor and everything. <laughs> I have got, the, got it all. Do you know, see, this will be I, a perfect story yeah. for Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously, everything that I saw in my mind 
you know, when I go back to that moment in 2002 and everything I saw in my mind that day of being up the hills, hills with dogs, laughing, being happy and healthy and running into a lover's arms at the airport and being on the floor with grandchildren squealing with laughter, you know, all those things are in my life now. You know, my life is the way I saw it. Uh I have got everything. You know, I have an amazing life now and I feel so blessed and, you know, I'm happier and healthier than I've ever been. And, you know, I have a wonderful business I love, you know, and mm-hmm. it's, you know, and I have wonderful relationships and I have the romance and the love and the, the wonderful family. <laughs> and, you know, and yeah, but it's, I am so aware I did it. You oh, know, this- there isn't a magic wand. There is no magic genie. If you want to create changes in your life. You mm-hmm. have to take ownership. You have to take ownership of your own mind. It's your mind. It's your body. It's your life. It's your choices. And you have to well, really take real ownership and really focus in. And it's almost like you have to go after things with this just total belief and knowing that you're going to get it. Well, you know, uh, you have presented uh, an amazing argument for visualization. And oh. I I feel honored to have been able to share this with our listeners because you are probably the most positive person yeah. I've ever interviewed. I mean, interviewed. Yeah, well, I see, and visualization is a massive part of what I do with my clients. I mean, I work uh-huh. with clients all over the world by Skype, you know, make, helping yeah. them make meaningful change. Um, But I've actually, you know, if your listeners would like, I would be very happy to send them a free visualization and meditation audio. Um, You know, I've got a 30 minute audio, which is in my voice, you know, and which, again, is the same visualization process that I personally use and that I use with my clients. Um, You know, so if anybody wants that, if they just literally, you know, get a hold of me via my website or drop me an email, Maureen at MaureenSharpHouse.com, then I'll be very happy to send them the MP3. Very happy to do so. Well, we're going to also visualize my wonderful sponsors. (laughs) (laughs) And then after we get done visualizing them, we're going to share your information so that our listeners can get your free audio, your free visualization, and also your free weekly email update. Uh, This this is really positive stuff. We'll be right back. Rachel Carson wrote, Spring now comes unheralded by the return of the birds, and the early mornings are strangely silent, where once they were filled with birdsong. Little did she know the movement she began would lead to the destruction she envisaged. Announcing the release of John Graves' new book, Broken Wing, Birds, Blades, and Broken Promises. Today's wind turbines kill millions of birds, require backup power plants, are harmful or deadly to humans, have enormous costs. There are alternative wind turbine choices. The wealthiest benefit from wind. We pay higher prices. The story is conservation, the environment. I've seen dead people. Author Teresa Sneed says with a grin, they've spoken to me. Teresa Sneed writes fantasy, mystery, suspense, and realistic paranormal with a touch of sweet romance. She writes what she knows, full of insight into the spirit world, coupled with a panache for humor. Her No Angels series about angels and demons interacting with the living are simply fascinating. 
Sneed has three more series as well, from Wizards and Dragons to Witches of Salem. Visit TeresaSneed.com for more information or search for Teresa Sneed Books on Amazon.com. January Jones wants you to grow your business fast, getting free PR, doing interviews with podcasters and internet radio shows. Grab your free copy of our audio how-to course called How to Build Your Business, Get More Email Subscribers, and Make More Money Free doing podcast and internet talk radio interviews. Grab your copy right now at realfasttalkradio.com. Again, that website is realfasttalkradio.com. Welcome back to Real Fast January Jones Sharing Success Stories. And today I'm pleased to be able to share with you Maureen Sharphouse. She is visiting with us on Skype from Edinburgh, Scotland. She has offered a free audio and PDF guide, The Secret to Feeling Alive and Living a Life of No Limits for all of our listeners. She's also offering free visualization, meditation, audio, sharing the techniques she personally uses with her clients. And she's also offering a free sign-up for her weekly email update, Live a Life of No Limits, sharing great personal development and mindset tips. Uh, Maureen, this is amazing. So people need to just go to www.com. MaureenSharpHouse.com, right? That's right. Yeah. Just go there and see the free audio and the PDF guide, The Secret to Feeling Alive and Living a Life of No Limits. There's That is available on the website just to stick your name and email in. Um, and that will automatically, you know, can put you onto my email list. But if you'd like the visualization one, I mean, again, anybody that just contacts me via my website or drops me an email, Maureen at MaureenSharpHouse.com, I would be very happy to let them have the visualization and meditation one as well, you know, as well as the, the secret to feeling alive and living a life with no limits. And, you know, the mm-hmm. secret to feeling alive and living a life with no limits, it's actually, it's a lot of my personal secrets. You know, it's, uh-huh. it's what I discovered over the period of the eight to 10 years it took me to transform my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I would love to send your listeners those. And, you know, my weekly email update you know, I, as well as sort of personal development tips and mindset tips, there's a lot of NLP tools. You know, I give my thoughts and lives. You get my blogs, short videos, mm-hmm. empowering affirmations, um, and hip- and sometimes, you know, free hypnosis audios and audios that I send out. So, so no, that would be absolutely great. You know, if um, I'd love, love, love to have your readers come, join your listeners, come join my community. And I hope they know me. Yeah, I I'd hope they do. Now, I'm curious to know. Uh, you've gone through quite a lot. What an experience you've been through. Yeah. <laughs> uh, has it made you bitter? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Do you know, it's one of these things. I actually personally um, would go through it all again tomorrow to be in this amazing place I am now. And I mm-hmm. genuinely mean that. I am happier and healthier than I've ever been. I learned so much from it. You know, I almost feel it happened for me, not to me. You know, okay. it happened for me to, and to allow me to, you know, go through it, to take all the learnings on board, to come out the other end so that I can now do the wonderful job I do and help others transform their life. You know, and it's, I, I feel I'm better for it, January. You know, I don't feel bitter. I feel better. 
Um, yeah. Oh, I like that. I just yeah. feel better and I feel complete and I feel whole. And I have such a deep sense of inner peace and joy. And it's like, you know, I go through life almost like a child now with, you know, the eyes wide open and the ears wide open and I touch and I taste and I feel. And, you know, I notice all the things that actually I never noticed before, (laughs) you know, and I just think, you know, I would not have experienced, I wouldn't be where I am now if I hadn't gone through all that. (laughs) So I think your answer is no, I'm definitely not bitter. I'm almost thankful. You know, I feel it's happened for me and it's brought me to this wonderful place in my life. And I now have, you know, I'm going to be 60 this year. And I think, you know, I've got another 30, 40 years now to go and just live my life fully and feel alive. Oh, I love and help others do so, and help others you know, do so. I, and I feel like I'm your book publisher or your yeah. editor because <laughs> I'm now thinking I also like the t- title "Better Not Bitter." That I mean, yeah. that's a killer yeah. title. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's, yeah, and it's, I'm writing these down actually as we're talking. Yeah. I've got them scribbling on a bit of paper here. <laughs> I mean, I can see three or four books coming down the pike with you, and uh, you are a delight. I'm so happy to be able to share you with my listeners. Your story's amazing. Uh, yes. You're, yeah, I mean, sweetie, you're only sixty. You've got a long way to go, and I think oh. you've got a lot of books coming. I have. I am absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, it is very much I can see them and I can hold and I I visualize my finished, you know, my published books in my hands, you know, and it's, I can feel them in my hands. And yes, I've got a lot, a lot to say. And uh, (laughs) yeah, but you know, it's, it's wonderful. And it's about, you know, writing what wants to come out from me now. And I have just, you know, I just feel I've gone through so much, but learned so much from it. And, you know, I've learned so much that, you know, other people don't have to go through things to the same extent I did, because I can actually help them, um, you know, bypass some of those <laughs> things. <I did. laughs> well, you know, you, know you, you found your passion. And I always uh, tell my listeners that there's no need to reinvent the wheel, because there's so many yeah. wonderful people who are out there who will share what they've been through and I yeah. think you're ready to open your gates and I think you're going to just blossom and flourish and yeah. I'm thrilled that I've been able to have you on the show and that we've been able to share you with everyone. Oh, uh, keep me wonderful. posted and let me know when this book comes out. You know. Will, absolutely. We can yeah, I'll come and tell you all about it, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, and the other thing I would say as well for your listeners, you know, I would love just to get to know some of them. And you will find uh-huh. me on Facebook every day at okay. Coaching, And I actually, I give away a, a coaching session with me every single week to oh. my fan of the week. I give away a 30-minute Skype personal coaching session from me just okay. for, you know, people getting to know me and comment and share on my posts. And it would be lovely just to connect with some of your listeners and help. I'm, you know, happy to help in any way I can. Oh, wonderful. And, you know, we only have 4.5 million listeners out there. So I'm it's sure. Oh, that's all. <laughs> that's all. So I'm sure a few of them will take you up on it. And I will certainly 
take you up on when uh, I got sick of being sick comes out. And yeah. to my yeah. wonderful listeners, yeah. we hope you've enjoyed our show today with Maureen as much as I've enjoyed sharing her with you. <laughs> my upcoming guests will amaze, amuse, and astonish you just like Maureen. This is the show where you hear inspiring information that will help you to become successful too. We'd love to welcome you to our No Whining World when you can sign on to my website, JanuaryJones.com. We love sharing our stories, our struggles, and we especially love sharing our secrets for success. Always remember my mantra, if you think it, then you can do it. So for now, dear friends, stop whining, start smiling, and then start sharing our show with everyone you know. And if that doesn't work, you can just start eating chocolate, lots and lots of chocolate. Again, thank you to my guest today, Maureen Sharphouse. This is January Jones thanking you for joining me today on my journey and reminding you to take care and stay safe as we close with music by Sorrentos. This is Sorrentos, and you're listening to January Jones. We accept the love we think we deserve In my life I've made so many mistakes It's a where we love the way I lost my faith after all This is Sorrentos. I hope you enjoyed January Jones' latest episode. We want to thank you for listening to January Jones Sharing Success Stories. Always remember Ms. Jones' personal mantra, if you can think it, you can do it. That's what all of our guests have done with their lives, and so can you. You are the ultimate success coach in your own life. All you need to do will be to start sharing your own story with your family and friends. We hope that our guest stories will encourage you to explore an equation in your future that will combine your creativity, plus connecting with others will enable you to be successful too. Always remember, your passion plus your purpose will equal prosperity as you explore the wonderful world of January Jones. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.